What is up, my clan? Welcome back to Riffing with Clintus, episode 43. First episode of 2020, season two. That's what I'm calling it. This is the start of season two. Hit the slate. Uh, first and foremost, I want to apologize. It's been six weeks since our last episode, uh, which was basically a 2019 recap. And I had every intention of starting the, the podcast back up like right away. Um, but after the new year and kind of like letting the dust settle for, from like the holidays and, um, a few things came, came at me really quick. Like I had some really awesome opportunities, um, for some, for some, uh, charity events, sponsorships and, uh, some partnerships as well. Uh, right. Real, like, like the first week of January. Um, and then I started kind of like consuming, um, listening to some podcasts and watching some videos and this and that, and it kind of like. I don't know, put me in like this frame of mind where I was kind of self-reflecting, like preparing for this podcast. I have some notes here that I wrote like, you know, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, whatever it was, um, about some of the things I wanted to talk about. And one of the things that I got to when I, one of the things that came to my mind when I started talking about um, plan for 2020, right? Specifically this podcast, but also just 2020 in general, my content, right? I really started to think something, something really like, struck a chord with me that I'd heard on a podcast or a video. I can't remember what, which one it was, uh, the previous week. And basically it came down to, I have too many plates spinning, right? I have, I have too many things going on. I have, I have, you know, uh, my hand in too many cookie jars, insert your metaphor or analogy where you like, but basically I, I, I'm trying to do too many things. Now I'll, I'll, I'll start off by saying that when things are going well, it's easy to pivot and pick up something else, right? Because you're like, this thing is a well-oiled machine. It's rocking and rolling. It's cranking. And you're just like, you're doing it with your eyes closed, right? You're like, all right, cool. I can do that and pivot and do something else, right? And now I can do two things at once. And then you get that one kind of rolling and it's a well-tuned, you know, fine-tuned machine and oiled and it's growing. And you're like, all right, cool. Let's throw a third in there. Now you're juggling, right? Now you're, now you're like literally takes three things to juggle, by the way, in case you didn't know that, right? Two things is just catching balls in your hands. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I was at, right? YouTube and vlogging was my only thing. And in 2015, end of 2014, I quit my job and I went full-time with, with YouTube and vlogging and our channel exploded, right? We hit a hundred thousand subs. And then a month later we hit 200,000 subs and things were just rocking and rolling. I've, heard, I've told this story a, a dozen times, so I won't repeat myself. But I just kind of want to kind of show Things were rocking and rolling. And then um, I think it was 2015. Could have been 2016. I'm not sure. I can't remember the time frame. I'm, I'm going to try and do math here on, on, on the spot. But I started doing uh, YouTube gaming. I started doing some live streaming on YouTube gaming. I started off with like, you know, a couple hours, like one or two hours in the morning. Then I extended it to four hours at a two and two. And I just kept doing more live streaming. I really just started loving the live streaming. Now, I was doing live chats and live Q&As on on you know my main youtube channel before i quit my job right it was, if you guys remember you guys the og has been here for a while uh 2014 uh 2013 friday nights i come home from work tiffany would go to go go to work it'd be me and the kids i'd feed them dinner and then i'd sit down and i do a live chat on my youtube channel and i would talk to to the people you know the community on youtube and then when i quit my job i moved it to wednesdays and i did two a day i would do two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening 
And, you know, looking back at this, I, I, I realized that I really, really love live streaming because I ultimately just want to talk to people, right? At the end of the day, that's what make, gives me the most joy. Um, that's why I really enjoyed working in restaurants and bars. And I, I worked in retail for a little bit because I really just love the, the interaction with people, right? And it's not, if I'm walking down the aisles of a restaurant or, a, you know, Home Depot and I see somebody, I can be like, hey, how's it going? Hey, you got any questions? Anything I can help with? I, I love that, right? And then, you know, fast forward to when I was working in corporate America, I enjoyed having a team, right? I enjoyed being in leadership because I enjoyed having a team that I had a reason to go talk to them. I had a reason, they had a reason to come talk to me. And there was that interaction, right? When I was out of leadership, I got very bored. I, I, it was very boring for me because I, I, I lacked that social um, engagement, right? When you're kind of solo working on your own projects and doing your own things. Um, and so, you know, fast forward to today, Streaming gives me the most joy. Streaming is the thing that I look forward to the most. It's where my mind goes when I start thinking about content creation and scheduling things and 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 collaborating with people. It's it's, it's live streaming, right? And that's on Twitch right now. I, I I love I love Twitch. I love the platform. I love I love everything about it. So because the last three years on Twitch and the two years I've done YouTube gaming, so essentially the last five years, um you know, my vlogging is kind of taking a back seat um, for multiple reasons. And, you know, and that I think that really kind of, it kind of goes back to the the the, the point that I'm trying to make is, 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 is when my attention starts going too narrow down one path, it's hard for me to see the stuff in my peripheral, right? I, I, I get so focused on streaming and trying to grow Twitch and trying to grow my, my community there that, other things start falling on the sides, right? YouTube, vlogging, hell, Clintus Games, right? Like Clintus Games is completely just died because I don't upload at all, right? Like at least, at least Clintus TV, I'm still posting two or three vlogs a week, right? Uh, I'm feeding the engine and, and, you know, we're still growing in subs and, you know, views go up and down with, with the, with the tides, right? Um, but Clintus Games just kind of just died because I, I stopped, you stop feeding the algorithm, the algorithm stops, you know, feeding you views. It's, how it works. Um, and, and I, I, I try, I keep going back to like, what do I need to do something with Clintus games? It's just sitting there. It's dying. I've got an audience, right? There's a silver play button back there with it, with my name on it. Like I need to do something with it, but that's a whole nother thing for you to think about and plan and, and spend time on. Right. And I, you know, I'll sit in this chair for eight to 10 to 12 hours sometimes streaming because I love it. And, 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 and I, I will sit here for as long as people are, are willing to come hang out with me and, and chat with me, I will sit in this chair and continue to just talk to this camera and talk in this microphone. You know what I'm saying? But after 8, 10, 12 hours, and I get done, I got about this much energy left to, to spend with my wife and my kids, catch up on, you know, a buttload of notifications that have been going off all day and emails and, and you know, text messages and phone calls. And, you know, I got to take my streamer hat off and put my dad had on my husband had on my brother my son like you know imagine doing that you know if you work at a job and you work 10 12 hours a day and you come home from work you're like oh man i don't want to do anything you know like i know i gotta do another job another shift tomorrow you know and i'm definitely not complaining that's not my point my point is that after that amount of time devoted to one thing you have very little time to devote to something else and that's where a lot of these big content creators they hire editors they hire people to you know sit and, and pull clips out of their streams to make YouTube videos or, you know, vloggers that hire editors. They literally just take their vlog footage, jump it into a Dropbox folder and it goes off to an editor. They go to bed when they wake up in the morning, their vlog's done, right? Like that is a very common thing. Um, and, you know, 
once upon a time, that was something that we talked about doing, but I just had a hard time letting go of the editing process. Cause I, I do enjoy editing. I do, even though I don't necessarily put a lot of effort and time into it at the moment when I do enjoy that process, I still do. Um, and you know, it, it comes down to cost versus benefit, right? If I hire an editor to go through my Twitch highlights and clips and you know, uh, they're charging me 200, $250 a month, you know, am I making that money back and then some, right? Or is it a flat wash, but I'm growing my subscribers, I'm growing my, my audience. You know, it really comes down to cost analysis, right? The ROI when you, when you spend money on this kind of thing. Um, and I'm just not ready, I'm not ready to really even think about that and analyze that and figure that out, right? Because that's a whole nother animal. Again, the point I'm trying to make is, I'm sitting here riffing a little bit, and you guys are seeing this live, not live, I'm not recording, I'm, I'm, I'm not live, I'm, I'm recording this because I, I, one of the reasons why I, it's taking me six weeks to do this episode is because I was trying to stream it live. And, and for me to stream it live, I have to schedule it and commit to a time. And every time I was like, I'm going to do it today, something came up. I'm going to do it today, something came up. And I never committed to a time and therefore it never got done. So this, this is my kind of my test run, right? Episode one of season two, I'm recording it so that I can kind of feel out this process. I'm recording the audio like I normally do, but I'm also recording the video. And my test seems to go okay. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully I don't get robot voice. You, you Twitch homies know what robot voice is. Um, but yeah, I just, I, 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 you guys are seeing me go through this process, you know, face to face, but um, ultimately I'm, I'm kind of self-reflecting on myself here to see how many things can I actually do well? Because I said this in the vlog last week, a couple weeks ago, that I feel like I'm failing at trying to do all these things, right? Um, realistically, in a perfect world, I'll, I'll kind of lay, lay out my, my perfect scenario for you guys. Perfect scenario is I wake up five days a week and I go live. Four days here in this chair, one day is an IRL out with Tiffany. Uh, been doing those for you know six to eight weeks. We've been loving that. She loves it. I love it. You guys love it. Everyone's happy. So five streams a week, ideally, right? And whether that's all morning streams or we do a night stream and afternoon stream in there, five days a week, I want to be live chatting with the community. Um, right now, because of our lifestyles and, and where we're at in our lives and the kids, we're vlogging almost every day. And I put that in together with a weekly vlog and a weekend vlog. And the only reason why it's divided up like that is just because typically the weekdays are kind of light. So I just push it all together to make a 20 minute vlog. And the weekends are a little heavier, so push those two days together to make a 20-minute vlog, and that's your two vlogs you get. So, again, perfect world. I'm putting out, you know, two or three vlogs a week on schedule. You know what time it's going on, right? I'm doing a, a weekly podcast, right, where I'm ideally sitting here with a guest. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube, I'll show you what the, I'll show you, I'll give you a sneak peek at what the, what that would look like if I was either live on Twitch or... Uh, I was, uh, this was recorded on YouTube. And if you're listening on the podcast feed, sorry, this is a visual thing, which is going to happen if I do this live, by the way, there's going to be things you're going to miss in the audio cube, but I understand podcasts are traditionally consumed, uh, in audio and I listen to all my podcasts. I don't watch any podcasts, even though most of them are recorded on YouTube as well. Uh, but this is what it would look like. So this is a cool frame that Captain Trois made for me. You got my camera on the right side and you have our guests on the left, you know, ideally facing each other. So this would be the this would be the the scene you would you would see if I was sitting here with a guest, and this is what you know ultimately um, you know you would look you'd, you'd watch during the whole uh, recording. 
So I'll go back to the full cam since I don't have a guest and it's just an empty, empty, empty box there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, perfect world. I'm sitting down with, with a friend of mine recording a podcast once a week. And then if the moment occurs where I have something I want to rant about one specific topic, long form, one topic, I come back in here and record a bonus episode for you guys, right? So a weekly episode with the guest, bonus episodes as they come about. And uh, that's something I'm really trying to do a better job of. Even with just pulling my phone out and recording on my phone, just doing something comes up. I just saw, like, I, I posted a tweet uh, uh, about an hour ago. Um, it's President's Day that I'm recording this, by the way. So in light of po- in President's Day, I put up a tweet up. And I hate talking about politics. I really do. It's not even that, like, I've gotten to the point now where I just I absolutely hate talking about politics. My brother, I love my brother. I love, both, I love my family, all of them. I love my brothers. Um, we don't talk about politics. We've never been a political family. But apparently at some point in my, one of my brother's adult life, he's started to get into politics, which again, you know, adults do, um, American, hardworking Americans, right? Like to know what's going on in their government. And he's, he sends, he shows me a joke. He shows me a joke on his phone. Um, and I kind of just chuckled about it and I thought it was for someone else. And then he made the comment. It was actually for him. And I was like, and I guess maybe I don't know my brother's political views. I mean, he's made little comments here and there and I kind of got an idea, but. I was wrong. So we start kind of like lightly touching on things. I'm like, really, you feel that way? And you, you think this is the case? And he, he gives me a few points. I'm like, yeah, but, and I give him some counter arguments. He's like, yeah, that's a good point too. And we had a very healthy conversation, which usually doesn't happen with politics, but you know, we're brothers and I really don't give a shit. Like I don't want to, I don't want to talk about politics because I hate them. I actually do hate talking about politics. Not that I try to avoid them publicly and social because it, you know, causes friction and butting of heads. But I'm at the point now where I literally hate talking about politics. Um, for multiple reasons, but just quick highlights. One, I'm, I'm very uneducated. I've never cared about politics. The most politics I've ever learned about was when I was in high school, my government class. And then uh, when Obama was running, I was more interested mainly because I was, I thought it was awesome that, uh, you know, it was the first African-American president uh, running candidate, I should say, the candidate, right? So at that point in time, I was working at Cox and we had TVs on full time because we were monitoring the networks. So Ultimately, people wanted to put up the political debates and, you know, the, the, you know, the Democratic and the Republican, um, uh, what are those called? The, the debates, right? The, the, where the candidates are trying to, we're whittling it down to one or two candidates, right? Um, so there, I, was in, I was involved and in, in, in not necessarily interested, but I was paying more attention to those uh, presidential, you know, years, those, those, those um, election years. Um, but anyway, my point is, is I'm not into politics. That's the main thing. The second thing is, is I hate that politics brings out the worst in people. Ultimately, there is a line in the sand and you are either on one side or the other. Now we can say there's other parties out there, but let's be realistic. Unfortunately, there's just the two parties and, um, and, and people are like ingrained that they are this, they are a D or an R and I don't give a shit if the candidate is a piece of shit. He represents my party and I need to vote for him. At least that's the, that's the general gist I get from the majority of the people that I see. So I put up the poll asking, if you don't like your candidate, if you disagree with your candidate, um, do you still vote for him because party first? Or do you vote for the other person because they're a better candidate or because you agree with them more or dislike them less? I, you know what I'm saying? Like lesser of two evils kind of thing. Or do you just not vote? So I'm curious that poll that's on my Twitter feed right now, um, twitter.com slash Clintus. Even if you don't have Twitter, you can read tweets. It's, they're, they're public. 
Um, I'm curious what the poll ends up being. I think for the first hour, it was like 40%, 40%, 15%, I don't know, 20%, I don't know, something like that. It was, it was somewhere in that range. It was pretty close. Well, I'm curious what it'll be in 24 hours, but um, I totally got on a, t- a tangent. I don't even know where I was going with this, but um, yeah, I don't remember how I got here, but let's reel it back in. Uh, spinning too many plates, hands in too many cookie jars. I want to give you guys good quality content, but I also truly believe in the Gary Vaynerchuk model of just putting as much content out as possible and quality, quantity over quality, right? You still need to put quality content out. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't, don't just put shit posts up. But the idea is is that if you're just constantly putting out content that, you know, the, the magical algorithms of all these social networks will put them in the front of faces of people that they think will engage with your content. Therefore, bringing them into your community right and i do i I believe that model i've been living that kind of model off and on you know for the last four or five years um gary vaynerchuk has been a big big influence of of mine um for years and uh you know but i I don't consume his content regularly enough to keep me on that path and to keep me um keeping me going on that on that road I, i i falter and i fall off and then i see a post on Instagram or I, I listen to one of his podcasts and it reels me back in. And I'm like, yes, this is focus mode. You know, I'm definitely a, uh, I lose, I lose focus a lot. Um, you know, it's just one of my poor quality traits, but, um, you know, I want to put out as much content as I can. And that means YouTube, two channels, streams, podcasts, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'm still trying to wrap my head around TikTok where I fit in with that model because it is the next the next big thing if it's not if not already the biggest thing right it's it's the next instagram it's the next snapchat it's the next whatever you want to put a label on it tiktok is the is it and i i i i've heard about it for a while i've known about it for a while it was musically before that um i've been hearing whispers like tiktok's next big thing it's the next big thing it's the next big thing it's it's you know it's it's aging up just like instagram did when instagram first came out in 2008 i was one of the first people on it i was using it you know, you're putting those, those filters on your photos. Everyone's like, why the fuck would you put this shitty filter on your photo? It's like, right? Like, look at that old sepia photo on the wall. Doesn't that look dope, right? Isn't black and white noir style a thing, right? Like, kids were the first to adopt it because of phones, right? Kids, this is the, the generation of this, right? Kids grew up with these in their hands. Whereas my generation, you know, we got this, what, 10 years ago, you know? Um, and so... Instagram was a kid thing and then early adopters, right? Hipsters. And then poof, now it's like everyone and their mom's got Instagram, right? TikTok's that next thing. Right now, all the kids are on it. People look at it like it's it's music, lip syncing and dancing, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, that's just the beginning. That's that's the emphasis, that's the entrance, entrance of it, right? And then it's going to keep blowing. Anyway, I need to figure that out. I need to figure out where I fit in with that and what I can do on there because that's where that younger demographic that ages up right there's there's a lot of people that have been watching my youtube channel for 10 years or less right so let's just say in the last really five years right is the hardcore years of my channel um let's say seven because the last couple years have been rough but let's just say the last seven years so if you are let's say 18 years old you started watching when you were 11 right that's that's basically what bryce's age now bryce is 12 almost 13. so if you're watching me back then and now you're an adult. Now you're in college, right? Now you're getting married. Now you're getting having kids. 
now you look at me and you're like, oh shit, right? Like this is dad that I want to, I want to look at. I want to get advice from. Now I'm going to go back and watch these videos that I watched when I was a kid, but I'm going to look at it through dad's eyes. I'm going to look through like, how did, how did he, they raise their kids and how they treat them during this thing, right? Like, and so TikTok's one of those things where it's like, get in now, grow with the platform, rise to the platform, you know, and, and that's where the attention is, right? We're at the volleyball tournament this weekend for Sierra and, you know, it's all a bunch of teenage girls, right? Ages 12 to 17. And it's like TikTok. That's all you see. It's all you hear about. It's all you, it's all, it's all the rage, right? Instagram's still there. Snapchat's definitely there, but TikTok is the number one platform. So that's something else I'm trying to wrap my head around is like where I fit in with that. But, but my point is, is th there, that's it right there, right? Like I have to find the time every day, every day, Twitch, YouTube, podcasting, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, really should be Facebook as well, but I, Facebook's the one that I'm like, whatever, right? So that's seven platforms that I should be creating content for regularly. Now, not necessarily every day, I'm not just like, you know, YouTube and every day, podcasting every day, but my point is still the same. Seven platforms that I should be creating content for weekly, right? As much as possible. Now, if I get into a rhythm and a groove and I've got this like process down, the system down where I go stream, rip the stream that goes, you know, chop to YouTube, chop to Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, uh, rip audio to podcast. Like if I had that, that Gary Vaynerchuk model figured out for my content, then that would be the ideal situation, right? One piece of content gets broken up into like 15. Um, so that's the part that I'm struggling around. That's, that's the reason why this podcast took so long because it was like, what am I going to tell you guys? What am I going to say to you guys? You know, am I committing to weekly? Are we starting the next episode next week with a guest? That's the, that's, that's the ideal situation. I have to pick a day and a time and stick to it, right? I'm going to be on the Rage's Roundtable here in about 45 minutes, right? Lono's got his show Monday nights, 8.30 Eastern on his channel. He streams it live. I guess recorded and, and ripped to YouTube and he rips the audio out and puts it on the podcast. That's his format. That's the format, right? In a perfect world, you stream it, you pull that stream, put it on YouTube, pull that audio out, put it to podcast. Then you pull clips off, you put it on Instagram. Bada boom, bada bing. It's a content thing. So, but I have to commit to a date and time. And that's something I have to try and figure out with Tiffany. I'm thinking, even though when I asked, when I, when I, when I kind of um, solicited feedback from my core community, I think 90, you know, a vast majority of them said, do it during the day, during your normal stream time, because that's when everyone will be available to watch it and listen to it um, and be there live. But I'm actually thinking I should do it at night, like Lono, right? He has his normal stream time. Then he has the show once a week in the evening. And I'm thinking that might be the best scenario for me, but also my guests. I have to think about the guests, right? Um, I would say the majority of the people that, I would, that I'd want to talk to stream during the day, um, like me. No, I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. It, I'd say it's 50-50, which I guess that doesn't make any, that makes any sense to even say the statistic that... <laughs> Half the people I want to talk to work during the day and would be available at night. And the other half stream during the day like me and would be available in the evenings. So, you know, whatever. Uh, moot point. Moving on. Um, so yeah, I got to figure that out and get it figured out quick because now that I'm putting this episode out, I do want to have an episode next week and the week after that and the week after that. And then th there you go. We, we're, we're kicking off season two. And that was another reason why I procrastinated a little bit because once I got this episode out... 
I wanted to, I wanted to get the, you know, the, the, this it. This episode goes up. You're gonna listen to the next one next week. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, let's talk about the podcast then. Let's go a little deeper into that. Uh, the plan is to stream it, record it, um, have a scheduled time with guests. Right. the The original idea behind riffing with Clintus was me and a and a buddy. Right, me and a friend here physically shooting the shit and talking about whatever. Right. I still love the jam with my buddies, uh, Corey, Ben, Kevin, and Tim. Um, they've moved it from you know Corey's house now to their office, and and they're they're each week they're they're adding more you know uh, production value with the green screen and lights and cameras and sounds. It's amazing. But the core of that, of the jam, was always them sitting together just bullshitting. Now, I'll never be able to get to that. I'll never be able to get to that. I shouldn't say never, but never. I'll never be able to get to that because I will never be able to, A, have a core group of friends that are close enough to hang out with every single week, and two, won't be able to fly people in on a weekly basis like Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan basically flies people in on a weekly basis and has their guests because he's making the kind of money that he can afford to fly them in, put them in a hotel one night, you know, or just fly them in and out for a day, right? Future goals, obviously, but real the, the power of the internet allows us just to use Discord and, you know, and do a video chat, which is the plan for now. But the the the, the idea is just me and, a, me and a friend shooting the shit, riffing, if you will, about whatever it is that we have in common, a video game, a topic, you know, but I've got a lot of ideas. I actually have a list of people that I that I want to bring on the podcast. Um, but I think that what I'm going to do is wait, wait for something to come up with an individual that I want to grab onto and be like, dude, you want to come on the podcast and talk about this? Because you just talked about it on Twitter. You just talked about it on YouTube. You just talked about it on your Twitch stream. You want to talk about my podcast? Like hot topic, right? This just happened. Let's talk about it, right? Good, bad, or ugly. I think that's kind of the direction I'm kind of going. I want to go with. We, I definitely need we need a topic, um, but I also feel like that will allow us to just kind of shoot the shit because we have something that, that's initiating the conversation. Um, again, these are all just kind of ideas swimming around, if you will. Um, that leads me to the next question, though: Is do you like that idea? Do you like? I feel like the answer is yes, but I'm going to ask it anyways. If you guys like if the episode had a topic and last season was, was a kind of an experiment. I definitely did a disservice to my, my guests and my friends. I didn't introduce them well enough. I didn't let them talk about themselves enough because I just assumed if you're listening to me, you know who this guy is. Right. Um, and looking back, I, I feel like that I, I did a disservice to, to the people that are on the show. So I'll, I want them all to come back for season two. Um, you know, I'll p- apologize profusely to them and say that I'm sorry, I, I sucked at I suck at this job. Uh, let's, can I get a do-over? Can I get a mulligan? Um, because I just feel like I they, I brought him on. We just started talking, and it's like I didn't really be like, hey, this is MTash or this is K Magic 101. Like, talk about yourself. What do you do? You know, I I feel like I failed on that. So if I bring a guest on and they do the introduction, would you prefer if it the episode with, you know? Let's just say the, the episode with Professor Broman, and today we're going to talk about Bitcoin, and the whole episode's about Bitcoin. Would that be a turnoff to you if the topic is something you're not interested in, but the guest is, right? Versus if I'm just like episode blah blah with Professor Broman, and there is no necessarily topic, 
we might talk about Bitcoin, but we're also going to talk about streaming and we're also going to talk about, and that might happen too. Again, riffing with Clintus, right? The, the topic might be Bitcoin, but you know, see, that's the question I guess I'm asking you. So you guys will have to, uh, you know, uh, leave, leave me a comment in discord. We have a podcasting topic, uh, in discord. If you're not in my discord, you can shoot me an email, clintustv at gmail.com, or you can leave an audio message on anchor, or if you're on YouTube, I forgot we have comments. You can leave a comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube, listening to it on YouTube. Let me know in the comments down below. Um, would you like a specific topic with a guest where the majority, if not all of the episode is about that one topic? Or would you prefer the guest be the topic and we just kind of riff about whatever, right? And it might be multiple topics and I'll put that in the, in the description. Like here's the topics we talked about today and then the timestamps or whatever. Like I'm kind of like, I'm trying to gauge that. Would you prefer it to be the guests and we talk about whatever, or this is the topic we're going to talk about. And these are the people I have on the podcast about the topic kind of gauging that. I'm just kind of curiosity. Again, I'm looking for ideas because I'm a people pleaser. And if the vast majority of you guys say, I want this, then I want to give you that. Okay. Uh, and then the last piece would be call-ins because anchor allows you guys to actually leave a voice message that I can then put into the podcast, which I've done a couple times. We've had questions, we've had topics come up. I've got some voice messages in the queue still that I haven't actually gotten to. So we could do Q and A's. We could do, uh, you know, Hey, I let you guys ahead of time. Hey guys, I'm having professor Broman on the podcast. What's your question for professor Broman, right? I think that's a really cool idea. It's something I, I, I've already wanted to do. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it, set a format structure on that. Um, so that's something that, again, if I have a month worth of guests scheduled, I can let you guys know, Hey, boom, boom, boom. Let me know what your questions are for these, these guests. So, um, that's kind of where I'm at with the podcast. Outside of that, uh, let's talk about 2020. Uh, let's talk about 2020. Uh, so 2020 right now is looking really good. I'm really excited about it. Um, like I said, in the beginning of the, of the episode, first week of January, I got a couple different emails from a couple different people. I already have some charity events planned trips like i'm going to saint jude for their play live summit again i'm very excited about that i'm very honored to be invited back out uh, i'm going to the gamers for giving charity event uh, in michigan for the gamers outreach we're going to raise some money for some gaming carts again um there's some some extra things going on that that uh that this year the event that i'm very excited about uh that you guys will have to see wait to see um and then uh i'm working on some some partnerships and, and sponsorships um you know, I, I re-upped with Elgato. It's official. I'm partnered with Elgato for, for 2020. So I'm excited about that. Obviously, if, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, G Fuel has been amazing. Um, for those of you who are listening, I have a mini fridge behind me, a G Fuel wrapped mini fridge and a G Fuel embroidered DX racer chair uh, that they, they, they sent to me. Um, because at this point, I, I'm not only am I a partner or a sponsored, but I'm really a brand ambassador for G Fuel. I love the product. I really do. Um, I'm met, I've met a lot of the, the guys that work uh, at G Fuel, and, and I, I love those guys. Um, I'm hoping in 2020, cross my fingers, I get to go out to New York and actually see G Fuel headquarters in the house and all that. I'd love to do that at this point sometime this year. Um, but, you know, G Fuel has been a, a major uh, partner of mine, and, you know, it's a relationship. It really is. Um, I promote them. They promote me. It's, 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 a, it's a symbiotic relationship, and I'm really happy with that. Um, so more, more of those brands and partnerships, you know, in 2020, for sure, there's some talks going on, some things I'm working on. Um, and as more stuff develops, I'll definitely keep you guys in the loop on that. Um, another thing that's happening in 2020 is we're buying a house. 
hopefully. Uh, if you guys missed last year, we sold our house, our big, beautiful, amazing house. Um, loved it, but it wasn't perfect. And it definitely didn't feel, I, I know it sounds weird, but it, it was too big. It was too big. It, there was too much space. There was too many rooms. And it just, it, something was missing. Now, people ask me all the time, what do I miss from that house, right? What's the, what's the one thing you miss from that house? The backyard. Straight up. I loved my patio. I loved my view. I'd open that big old Arcadia door, that sliding glass door, and I'd look out my backyard with the pool and the palm trees and the big trees and the grass. And, you know, I had the, the barbecue pit and, and the patio. Like I said, just the patio alone, just being able to sit in my patio and just enjoy the, the trees and the wind. And that's what I miss. But we, were, we didn't like, we didn't really crazy about the neighborhood. There was nothing special about our neighborhood. And, uh, and unfortunately we didn't really connect with our neighbors. Um, you know, after being there for two years, we met our neighbors, but we didn't really make relationships. There wasn't really a lot of relatability there. Um, most of them were older. Um, the, the couples across the street from us were retired and not very outdoor and friendly. Um, it, it just, it just, it, it kind of made it for like, it was easy to, yeah, we can move. Cause we didn't really make any friends in the neighborhood. Right. Um, the neighborhood didn't have any special amenities or, or any, I mean, I walk a lot, right? If you, if you watch the vlogs, watch Instagram, Twitter, I go for walks. I like going for walks. I like the outdoors. I would walk down to the main, the biggest park in our neighborhood. And there was a, like a loop you could go around, but it was just like a literally going around in a circle of grass, right? Nothing special. If you've watched the, my walks and vlogs here where I live now, we've got desert trails. We've got mountains to hike. We've got just the neighborhood alone looks dope, right? The houses all look different with the trees and like, it just, we love where we live. We love this neighborhood. We love this community. So happy we moved. Uh, the kids are happy because they had their friends live here. Like, again, if you watch the vlogs, Bryce has been gone like two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row now at friends houses, like all day Saturday, like at a friend's house because he can ride his bike or ride his rollerblades to his friend's house goes to the basketball courts, right? We used to have a basketball court in his backyard and never used it. Well, now we have basketball courts like, you know, block that way, three blocks that way. Like, and he'll like, Hey guys, I'm going to the basketball court and like meet his friends at the basketball court. Right? Like things like that. It's just, it's, it's been, it's been a life changing, uh, you know, it's only been what, eight, eight months, I think since we sold and we moved, but it's been amazing. Right. And that's, that's the stuff with the kids. Kids have their friends here, kids, schools and events are going on in here. So they're constantly on the go and on the move. Right. And that's one of the reasons why you don't see him in the vlogs as much because they're doing their own thing. You know, Bryce goes upstairs, puts his headset on, and he hangs out with four of his friends playing video games. They may not even play the same video games at the same time, but they're talking to each other. Right. And Sierra will FaceTime a friend and watch a show together. And like they do like a, like a movie night. Like, you know, that's just the way the kids interact with their friends these days. And if they're not, like I said, if they're not already out with their friends, then there's the whole piece of me and Tiffany, which I want to, I actually think I've convinced her to be on the podcast for the first, like for just her and I. Um, if you've been following the vlogs the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a lot of like adult weekends where in our own neighborhood, walking or riding our bikes from our house, exploring our neighborhood and our community, there's five restaurants and bars within, I don't know, four mile radius, which is very walkable or we'll drive halfway and then walk the other half. Right. We like our exercise, but like there's things to do here. There's things to explore. There's beautiful scenery. And, and, and as we're doing our walks and our ride, our bike rides, we're seeing other people. We're waving at people. We're talking to people. We, we, Tiff and I were walking on this trail and this other 
older couple with their dog like kind of like met with us like like you know we were forking the road we ended up talking with them for 10 minutes till we got to our you know the final destination where we, we both had to split again random couple older couple just shooting the shit making making friends you know and tiffany made the comment like I know they were older, but I would totally have a beer with them. I'd sit down and have a glass of wine with them. I'm like, I know, same, right? And like, that is something we never got in two years at our old neighborhood. And we're already making those connections. Valentine's Day, we went to dinner here in the neighborhood. There's a restaurant, right? This other couple sitting next to us, just making small talk, ask questions. We start, long story short, 20 minutes later, they, we got invited to their their party. They're, they're throwing like in a month. They're like, you guys should totally come. It'd be great, blah, blah, blah. Tiff and I are like, afterwards, we're like, we'd hang out with them again. They, they seemed awesome. You know, like they lived a mile down the road like i know you know like things like that so 2020 the plan is to buy a house because we're just renting this right this is a rental this was an easy rental to get into when we were selling our house we're like if we don't find a house right away no problem we'll just move in here and and, and rent and it was also kind of a test and i talked about this in the buying selling a house video we did in a, in a podcast i did a while back where we're doing a lot of testing do we need a backyard do we need a pool right um do we hate still hate having a two-story is a two-story okay um things like that we're there's a lot of testing also when our release is up we go month to month so we can literally take our time to buy to find a house or build a house that's another option there there are three communities being built three housing developments in this community being built so we could build a house if we wanted to which we don't necessarily want to but it's an option um we can go month to month and then we can just you know move whenever we want to so that is the plan for 2020 and probably in the next month and a half, two months, I would say we start, we will start looking, um, we're, you know, getting ready to do our taxes this week. Once we have that finalized and we know what, how, what, what we owe, cause we're going to owe, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pay that off and then really kind of see what 2020 is looking like, because I've got a few things in the hopper, but they're like, some of them are one-offs and some of them will be monthly. So we have to kind of figure out what, you know, I'm basically in a sales job, right? If, if you ever worked in sales, you know, your car salesman, reality, you know that one month it could be killer. You make a ton of sales, you make a ton of money. And then the next month you could not sell anything. You need to like be conservative with your money and, you know, rolls over month over month, right? YouTube content creation, very, very similar in that where one month could be awesome, right? Tons of views, a couple of brand deals and sponsorships, and then next month, nothing. So it's, it's really hard to predict what the next six months to 12 months is going to look like. I don't know. Right. I literally got a brand deal two weeks ago. So if you would have, if I would have recorded this two weeks ago, I'd have been like, Oh yeah, you know, January, February doesn't look really bright. And then boom, I get an email saying, Hey, we'd like to partner with you on this product. And you know, what's your fee? And I give them my rate and they're like, yeah, we'd love to do that. Boom. Right. Bonus. Right. Like that's kind of how this works. And so there's no way for me to predict um, what the future is going to look like. I can only, look at my baseline and go, this is where we can be comfortably. And then when we have a really good month, we save it, we bank it, we move it over, we invest it, right? I invested a lot of money um, in 2016, 2017, right? When we had our best year ever, I took a lot of that money and I invested it because, hi, I'm an adult, I'm mature, responsible, and I have a family to take care of. So um, I didn't go buy a Lamborghini or, um, you know, whatever, rent a jet. I invested. Um, so that money's not necessarily available but it's making me money and i'm forgetting about it which is great so uh you know i, I think about that kind of stuff uh 401k tiff and i you know we have you know we're, we're in our late 30s we got a good you know hopefully another 30 40 years and then after that you know retirement 
you have money saved kids save your money right plan for your retirement young because if you do it now when you're young 50 60 years later you forget about that money and all of a sudden you're like oh crap this money like tripled quadrupled quintupled right so yeah i'm gonna buy a house this year i'm excited about it. i'm already ready to start looking i'm so excited to start looking at houses i love that process of looking at houses i really do um on top of that you know something i've been talking about the last couple of years i want to sell the trailer and i want to downsize I want to downsize to um, something smaller. Like right now we have a 30 foot tow behind trailer. I would like to go down to like a 22, maybe 24 toy hauler um, so that we can put dirt bikes or possibly a razor back there at some point. Cause um, you know, Tiffany's brother sold all his dirt bikes and they bought a side-by-side Can-Am because um, their boys are older. They didn't stop. They stopped riding dirt bikes and you know, they're the, the uh, Mike and Joy are kind of like in that, um, empty nest stage, even though their kids are still living at home, they're kind of doing their own thing. Cause now they both drive and it's, it's no big deal. So, you know, we talk about like, you know, maybe I should sell my dirt bike and get a razor, right? Get a side by side. Um, our kids will be here probably for another eight to 10 years. So four seater makes sense. But in order for me to do that, I have to get a new trailer because right now there's no way for me to, to tow it. Um, my trailer's a tow behind, which means I can't tow a trailer behind it. You can only tow a trailer behind a trailer if it's a fifth wheel. I don't have a fifth wheel, so not going to work. Um, or I have to buy a small trailer that goes behind my truck or Tiffany's car. So if I commit to a razor, it's a lot more commitment than say a golf cart, which is another option. Something we've talked about because of our neighborhood and how awesome it is. You know, we do like to ride our bikes. We do like to walk, but you know, in another two months, it'll be so damn hot that a, you know, 20 to 40 minute walk will probably un- be unbearable. So if we were to have like a golf cart where it cuts that time, you know, to a third or a quarter and the wind's blowing on you, it seems more realistic, more reasonable, right? Um, Cause I'm really, really excited about the summer. This last summer was kind of like us feeling things out, you know, the, 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 the community pool and stuff like that. We, you know, we were still figuring out where we were living and um, you know, fast forward a year later now, like I'm so excited for summertime. I really am. There's pool parties and there's luau's and there's all kinds of cool things in this community that they do. Uh, for the summer that I'm really excited about. So a golf cart is something I thought about. And a golf cart is very reasonable. I can sell my dirt bike today and buy a golf cart with cash tomorrow. Like they're they're about the same price. Razors are a lot more expensive. So again, not only is it a, a bigger commitment buying the razor, but then I have to buy a trailer for it if I ever want to take it out um, outside of the community. Now, granted, I could just buy a razor and just drive it here in the community, but then it's like, mm, might as well just get a golf cart. <laughs> a lot more, a lot cheaper. A lot less maintenance. Um, but that's another thing that we're, we're talking about doing sometime this year. After we buy the house, we get settled in, figure out our bearings, where we're at. Um, you know, a golf cart or a razor is definitely in the future. That's at least what we talk about. That's what we talk about. Um, and I guess the last thing kind of to, to, to hit on is uh, the kids. You know, I kind of talked about a little bit uh, earlier in the episode. You know, kids are, are you know, 15 and almost 13 um, you know, freshman in high school, seventh grader, middle school, their friends live in here and they're constantly on the go, right? Bryce will be like, Hey, uh, you know, after school today, I want to go to such and such park with so-and-so and, and, and play basketball or soccer or football. And so he's gone for two hours after school, right? We pick him up, bring him home dinner time, right? Sierra's got volleyball. Bryce will have basketball in, an, in a week or two. Uh, the club season starts back up. So he'll have practice twice a week again. Uh, so our kids are just busy, right? They're busy with their friends. They're busy with their own lives. Um, and they don't necessarily, you know, need to hang out with us. 
Um, so that's one of the reasons why you guys see less and less of them in the vlogs. And even on Instagram, it was funny. I was looking at Instagram today because someone made a comment about um, the grid and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like scrolling through my Instagram. It's like the kids aren't even on my Instagram feed that much these days because they're just not at, they're not around me as much for me to take photos of. Right. I think the last photo of Bryce I took was uh, him on his bike saying he's getting ready to go to a friend's house. Um, you know, three weeks ago. Uh, when was that photo taken? There it is. January 30th. Yeah. So two, two weeks ago, almost three weeks ago was the last time Bryce was on my feed and Sierra, I, I just posted some vlog, some volleyball photos today. Um, cause she had a, she had a three day tournament, but she hasn't been on my feed since January 6th. So, you know, like that just shows you like how different our lifestyles are to these days that the, you know, granted, I see the kids every day. I see them in the morning before they go to school. I see them after school. You know, I try to say goodnight to them almost every night, but it's like, I'm not taking my phone in there to take a picture of them in bed or, you know, every morning before school, here's their outfit. Like, you know, I'm more of like a, a capture a moment that I want to capture and share kind of thing. And that doesn't happen very often these days. Uh, but it's something I talked to Tiffany about saying that, you know, maybe we should start trying to carve out like structured time outside of just at the dinner table. Cause we, you know, dinner's ready now. That's something I don't know if you heard the door open, but dinner's ready. So, you know, we still sit down and eat dinner together. I would say four or five nights a week um, on average, right? Sierra's got volleyball, Bryce love basketball, but we usually Tiffany plans dinners before that. So we'll sit down for at least 20 to 30 minutes, at, you know, four or five days a week, sit down, eat dinner together, catch up on the day, what's going on tomorrow, blah, 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 right? And we all look forward to that. Even the kids, the kids actually have made comments that I, you know, I go to friends' houses and they eat their dinner in their bedrooms or, you know, they eat dinner at the dinner table with their parents or at the couch watching TV. And she's like, it's really cool. Like, I think Sears this. I really cool that we sit down and eat dinner together, um, you know, most nights. So one of the things that hopefully, summertime is always different because kids are out of school, but um, hopefully um, 2020 is one of those where we kind of get back to hanging out together more often um, and doing things together. Um, because a lot of times what ends up happening is me and Bryce will do something and Tiffany and Sierra do something, right? Or Tiffany and Bri Tiffany and Bryce and me and Sierra. And, you know, it's very rare for the four of us to get together and spend a, a lot, a chunk of time together, right? Unless it's, unless we go somewhere. That's the key, that, the catch. If we plan to go somewhere, then it's family time. We go to the farmer's market. We go to an event. We go to a festival, right? Easy peasy. But I'm talking about, you know, the four to six hours after school, right? Or, a Saturday or Sunday, we have nothing planned or, or, you know, we have maybe half a day because of kids sports, right? It's very easy for us to get home and then everyone dispersed into our own rooms, corners of the house, right? Me, I go in here, Tiffany goes to the couch, the kids go upstairs and then we don't see each other again until dinner. And even on the weekends, it may not be dinner together. It might be, you know, mom made dinner, come eat whenever you're ready, right? I'm very big on letting my kids be independent. I'm very big on having my kids make their own choices. In fact, I encourage it. Um, uh, I would say at a very young age, I, I've always been encouraging my kids to make their own decisions, live the consequences, um, do things on their own, right? Uh, I stopped making my kids dinner plates, you know, five, six years ago. You know, it's like you're old enough to know that is French fries and that is a burger. Make it yourself. Um, you know, so that's just that's just kind of how I've always been. So fast forward to today where the kids are, you know, uh, te you know teenagers, they're independent. And I'm very, they're, they're confident. They're, they're, I, I, I'm proud of who they are becoming. Um, and so I don't definitely don't shy away from them wanting to go hang out with their friends. 
you know i remember when i was a kid my mom would be like you just hung out with so-and-so yesterday it's like yeah well it's another day i want to go hang out with them again it was fun let's do it again and my mom was very much like you should you should only hang out with your friends like three days a week and you should hang out with us four days a week and it's like but i see like so i very much remember those days in my head when i was a kid so um and i can relate if if the kids want to go do something and Tiffany's like, Oh, you don't want to hang out with us. I'm like, no, why would they want to hang out with us? You know? So, but with that being said, I know the kids do enjoy hanging out with us from time to time, as long as there's something to do. Now, if we're just sitting there on the couch and we're kind of all on our phones, just like nah, 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 doing our whatever, the TV's on, whatever. It's like five, 10 minutes. And it's like, all right, I'm out deuces. Right. And they go do their thing, which again, I respect that. So, you know, basketball and volleyball, they're still very much into uh, club school seasons are over. Sierra's in her club season. Bryce is getting ready to start another season of club. Um, they're hanging out with their friends a lot. And then this summer, guys, this summer, I'm going to be teaching Sierra how to drive because this November she'll be 16 and she plans on getting her license. Now, she won't be getting a car right away um, because she won't be able to buy. Uh, she won't be able to afford, you know, we'll work out the details when time comes. But because of volleyball and how committed she is to volleyball, she won't be able to have a full-time job to pay for all the, you know, a car payment and insurance and gas and whatever. Right. So she'll be most likely driving our vehicles for the first while. Um, and then, you know, between YouTube money and if she decides to get a job, she'll have to pay for, you know, certain things that comes with having a car, right? Like gas. Um, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But my point is that this summer, you know, she's going to be driving. She's going to be, I'm going to be teaching her how to drive and she's going to be wanting to go places and do things. And then, Come November next year, when she gets her car, her license, then she really can just be like, deuces, I'm out, right? Like, hey, I'm going to so-and-so's house. I'm going to eat dinner on the way home or on the way there. We're going to eat dinner together, right? Like, and then what happens when they get, when she gets a boyfriend, right? Then she's really like, I'm out. I got someone to hang out with all the time, <laughs> you know? So it's just going to, it's just going to keep getting, not, and I don't want to say worse. That sounds bad, but it's going to get worse in far regards to the kids being around less and less. It's inevitable. And that's why I think a lot of like the biggest YouTube family vlogging channels that blew up were all the ones with the littlest kids, right? Or the ones with little kids, because they're the ones who have to basically be held and fed and watched consistently, right? So you're constantly walking around with your camera, capturing all these funny, entertaining, magical moments when the kids are little. And then as the kids get older, you start seeing less and less of them, right? Because now they're less and less uh, reliant on you. And so, um, I think that's a direct reflection of our channel, you know, and again, being a, being an adult, a parent that wants, um, the kids to, you know, go out and do their own, be their own people, right? I don't want my kids to be attached to my hip. I don't want my kids to be clinging to my arm the whole time. And, and, you know, when someone asks them a question, they look at me, am I okay to answer? I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, like I'm very much the person that's like, you know, pushing my kid, like man asked you a question answer him right and i think they don't have to do that today because the kids are older but my point is that's what how i was right like go ahead and answer him he asked you a question right like that, that's that's how i am so um anyway that's 2020 that's what we're looking at right now it's 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 a it's a few things i wanted to highlight but really that come you know we're in the middle of february and i can tell you the last three four years guys things come quick right tomorrow i could get an email for an opportunity to be somewhere else in the world in a week, two weeks from now, right? So as I'm sitting here recording this to you, I'm like, oh, I got no plans for the next two months. But then tomorrow I get an email. That's how this life works. That's how this this job, this career works. Is at any given moment I get an email and an opportunity arises. 
sponsorship, a brand deal, travel, you know, happens all the time. Um, so I'm, I have to be nimble. I have to be flexible and I have to know that, you know, I might go months without anything and I might go I, I'm one month. I have four opportunities at once. That happens a lot too, actually seasonal, seasonal stuff. Um, so I'm excited for 2020. Um, I still have a few things to kind of figure out, but I'm getting to a point where I'm starting to really dial things in. Like I'm starting to put out stream schedules now on Mondays. I, I, I say what I'm going to stream and what time I'm going to stream and let you guys know that ahead of time for the week. Um, I plan on adding the podcast to that schedule and then really just trying to be consistent, putting out more content to you guys on all the different platforms, you know, Twitter, Instagram, like I said, trying to figure out TikTok where I fit in with that. I don't want to just be someone else just doing the same, same old, same old. I need to find my own thing, what works for me. So yeah, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Hope I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it took me so long to get this episode out, but I will say this. I was very, very excited to see so many people on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, like in the comments, in chat going, Where's the podcast? I missed the podcast. When's the next episode of the podcast? Are you done podcasting? I really like those. I miss those. I went back and started listening to old episodes because I miss them. I am so pumped that you guys dig the podcast. I really felt like I failed. Again, I, I felt like I failed you on the podcast. I was pretty consistent for a while and then I fell short because we were traveling and doing other things. And then I, I, I was, I'd put up a couple episodes and then not put a couple episodes and you know, and the, and the view and the listens like show that reflect that, right? Consistency is key when it comes to content. You know, when you watch TV shows, it's like, you know, when that show is going up. So, um, I'm, I'm excited that you, so many people were, were looking forward to this episode and I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, we're getting close to an hour. So I'm going to wrap things up and just say again, thank you very much for all your support and everything that I do. Um, if you are just listening to this for the first time, or this, you only listen to my podcast, you have no idea what I've been talking about the last hour. Uh, twitch.tv slash Clintus. I'm live five days a week. Um, YouTube.com slash Clintus. I vlog, been vlogging there for about 13 years. And uh, I put up vlogs there two or three times a week. And then pretty much I'm Clintus on every social network. So Twitter.com slash Clintus, Instagram.com slash Clintus, TikTok, TikTok.com. Is that, I don't even know if that's a thing. TikTok.com slash Clintus. Um, hell, even Byte, Vine 2.0 is back. I'm Clintus on Byte been playing around with bite. That's been a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, follow me on the different social networks, subscribe here on the podcast. It's free anywhere. You listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, or you can download the anchor app and subscribe there. But you know, podcasts are hopefully going out weekly now. And we have a whole library of, you know, 42 episodes at plus because there's bonus episodes. There's 42 actual episodes plus bonus episodes that you can go back and binge listen to. And, um, and then if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments down below what your thoughts are. I'm posting this on my YouTube channel. It's the first, this is a hour long video on my YouTube channel. I don't think I've ever posted, well, Christmas, right? Christmas, I've had an hour long Christmas video. I take that back. But this is like an hour of me just sitting here, but it's a podcast. So the idea is you can listen to this on YouTube while you're doing something else, or you can listen to this while you're, you know, not even look, you don't have to, you don't have to watch me. You're just listening to me, right? pull up another window and have me block, but you're still listening to me. That's the idea. A lot of people listen, listen to podcasts on YouTube, just like they listen to music on YouTube. So that's the idea. So let me know in the comments down below YouTube specifically, what your thoughts are on this. If you could dig, if you dig this, me putting this up. And again, you know, when I have guests, it's going to look something like this. So it's me and a guest talking to each other. That's the idea. So 
Thank you so much for your attention, wherever you give it to me. I really appreciate it. Uh, I will see you guys on the next episode of Riffing with Clintus. Take care.